1: Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, if you're trying to explore Pittsburgh's steep but walkable neighborhoods, the City Steps are a great way to do that. They might look a little worn right now, but the city just got $7 million to start repairs on some of the stairways lining our hills. So we're bringing back this episode with our City Steps tour guide and historian, Laura Zawalski, a.k.a. Missteps, on why the stairs are still an important form of transportation for Pittsburghers. It's Wednesday, February 8th, I'm Morgan Moody, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. can you describe where we are right now?
2: Oh yeah. So right now we're uh, in Troy Hill. We're at the top of the Basin Street stairs. We're at the section that uh, goes by a number of orphan houses. Those are houses that we have here in Pittsburgh that only have access to them by the city steps. So we're about to walk down this section of Basin Street. We're going to see some orphan houses and then we're going to go and sit at this really beautiful overlook that's right off of the stairs where we're going to. look out over the Heinz 57 stacks we're gonna look out over the bridges the Allegheny River and uh, uh, be amazed by the beautiful landscape that's in front of us.
1: Well you are missteps so I trust you. It's funny I never knew there was a name for um, these style of houses but I do find that it's the most like asked about thing that I get from people that aren't from Pittsburgh they think it's very weird that people live like in these little hillsides.
2: Pittsburgh? in terms of urban areas, has some of the steepest and most significant changes in elevation uh, anywhere in the United States, out of uh, urban areas. You know, of course, there are, you know, the the Rocky Mountains and all of that. Um, But the the real uh, significant changes in elevation is what prompted private industry initially and then the city and municipal governments in later years to build uh, this kind of infrastructure, to build the city steps, because you needed to get people who lived up on the hillsides these very steep hillsides down to all of the industry and all of the uh you know employment and everything that often was down along the rivers we should also mention
1: that the steps are old so and pittsburgh has this uh thing for very
2: narrow Mm -hmm. (laughs) very thin steps like these right here Um, okay so this is interesting so this little spot that we're at right now we've just gone down the first half of basin street which is the public right of way but as you look over to the side you will see these like smaller little flights of stairs and those are the flights that Uh went out there's a dog Come down the hill Is and has it
1: taken interest.
2: So these little flights here, um, some of them you will see go to houses that yeah. you can see, and some of the stairs. Uh, go into an empty hillside. And that is the indication that at one time there was a house there. Uh, Pittsburgh, as you may or may not know, is one of the most significantly depopulated uh, urban cities uh, in Appalachia and in the United States. Um, At the height of the population boom, Pittsburgh had within city limits, mind you, not the county, city limits, uh, had in excess of 700,000 people. And now, based on latest census data, we have just about 300,000. So we have to keep that in mind when we're walking around and we're looking um, at the hillsides and we're looking at like why things look the way they are, why things are so green. Uh, why are there these little stairs that go nowhere? It's because at one time there was something there. So Pittsburgh's known as the city of bridges, but that's like
1: not exactly true because we don't have the most bridges in the world, not even in the country. But we could be the city of, of steps because we have so many. So why does Pittsburgh have so many sets of steps?
2: So the whole thing with with the City of Steps and why we have so many of them is, you know, for that reason that I I just mentioned, it's like, okay, we had 700,000 people and the majority of stairs, you know, that we we see, they weren't all built like all at once. You know, this is something that happened over many decades. You know, the last few decades of the 1800s, many of those were built by the private industry that lined the river. So we see a lot of those in like the South Side Slope area and also the Oakland area because that is where in the late 1800s all of the industry the new burgeoning industries were located so it was yeah. like steel and iron and glass so there had to be a way to get people down down I mean, the hill. This hills. is a time before people had and not everybody had cars no, that was a Cars didn't even exist yet you yeah. know and it's like we had trolleys you know we had horse-drawn trolleys but the thing that's really important to remember because I, like the stairs really were the first mass transportation system that the city City hat and some people do say like oh well but you know we had trolleys you know trolleys existed back then but what's important to know is that the trolleys weren't free right you had to pay money whether it was a horse-drawn trolley or the electrified trolleys that came later on and that is something that when you consider how significant the immigrant and new arrival population was here in Pittsburgh for a number of decades That was something that many people simply did not have the money for. So when I use the term mass transportation, I like to think of it as transportation for the masses. For a lot of people, the stairs really was what got them around. So, like for example, here we are in Troy Hill. Spring Garden is directly on the other side of the hill from us here. And Spring Garden Avenue was a leading commercial corridor, um, you know, dating back to like, you know, Civil War era. Um, It was uh, a place where there was a lot of tanneries, uh, butchers, anything that had to do with kind of like animal production, right? And so there was so much work opportunity along Spring Garden Avenue. But it's like, okay, it's down in the valley and there's a big hill that kind of surrounds it from here in Troy Hill. So, you know, people like, okay, you need to be able to get down there. So. This is why, like, how over time, you know, it went from, uh, you know, maybe like a dozen uh, wooden stairs in Oakland and Southside Slopes that were leading to like the real heavy industries along along the Mon to where we are now, which is like over 900 and in just about every single neighborhood.
0: Do you like to dance?
1: These people had to have, in the 1800s, had to have been in such good shape. Their calves must have looked amazing, going up and down these stairs everywhere.
2: There's often, like, you know, even like 1800s, but even like, you know, going up through the 1950s, right, of like, okay, working class people that lived within city limits, you know, they walked to work every day, you know, and then they were also working these really, like, physically demanding jobs. Um, But even if you weren't a steel worker, um, you know, if you were, say, you know, like 1920s, you know, woman who lived in Troy Hill, who was working down at Hines, you know, Hines employed more than 50% of their working staff was female and so you know you were going on the stairs all the time whether you were going on them for work right. uh, you were doing, going to do your shopping you know doing your errands going to your house of worship so it's often one of these things that I think about like the ancestors of Pittsburgh would laugh at us today of like you know when COVID hit and the gyms were closed and all of a sudden it's like oh, I'm going to get out so out of shape because I can't go do my cardio stair master <laughs> at the gym or <laughs> whatever it is It's like, well, no, like you got all these city steps that are all around you. And I'm like, this is why, you know, it was a very different, a very different kind of life back then. And you talked
1: about the stairs that are in like Oakland and Southside, those being some of the oldest. Are there any original stairs? Because they look...
2: Ah, They look pretty original. (laughs) Well, see, this is the thing. So the original, like the Old Testament original stairs were made out of wood. And, you know, when you think about things from the 1800s, all of that is long gone. And part of the reason why it's also long gone is that our built landscape has changed considerably since like, you know, the 1880s, the 1890s. The stairs that we see now, Um, I guess I I would call them like stairs 2.0, like Basin Street here that we've walked on. These were constructed right after World War II. And so what you see now, what you see in terms of this concrete, the, the concrete aggregate that's used in many of the stairs, the style of the steel for the railings, all of this was put into place between the late 1940s and the early 1950s. And then, and of course, you know, concrete and steel, it's designed to last a good 70 or 80 years. It's very good construction.
1: It's, it's hitting its,
2: it's hitting, it's, it's hit, it's
1: hitting it's ex- it's expiration date. It's yeah. expiration date,
2: that's a great way to put it. Because what ended up happening, you know, Pittsburgh lost so much of that population, just as we were starting to reach that point when um, maintenance should have been done. And so these were things that for a long period of time actually coming up to like very recent times, people had just thought, ah, like leave them be. Nobody uses them anyway. Just let them, they'll crumble, they'll fall apart. It gets all overgrown, nobody cares anymore. Up until, I wanna say maybe like the last five to six years when there really became a renewed uh, emphasis on, you know, having, you know, green transportation, trying to keep people from using their vehicles as frequently Um, and much like the bike lanes, the city steps also you know play a big role in that
1: and you clearly know a lot about these stairs about pittsburgh i mean it's
2: been you, like getting a phd in yeah. city steps if you, if you I learned answer. if
1: you learned one bit of information per sets of stairs yeah. that you've climbed in the city i could see why yeah. you'd now be like this you there's know so, wealth of there's knowledge. so
2: much all of these neighborhoods have had so much happen so much you know, joy and happiness and so much trauma. And all of that is infused in the landscape. All of that is infused because the people that had that joy and had that sadness, they were walking up and down these stairs, you know, hundreds hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah. And all of that, all of that, I believe, is like, that's, that's a part of the land. That's a part of the city that we all live in. So for me, as a creative person, capturing all of that and then putting that out there and giving it to people to say, like, you know, think about this. And then, you know, you go out and you have your experience. That's what I love to share with people, you know, through my words, through my tours, through my writing. You know, it's like it's like a love letter to the city. Laura, thank you so much for showing us parts of this city
1: that we didn't know about. It was wonderful. Laura Zawowski is Miss Steps, 739 flights of city steps and counting. You can find Laura's art and writing on her website, mis Steps where you can also book one of her step tours. You can also find her on her Instagram account where she has so many very cool pictures of all the step tours. It's at steps. A little more news before you go. Two environmental groups are preparing to sue Shell over its new plastics plant in Beaver County. The Environmental Integrity Project and Clean Air Council say since activity started ramping up at the plant last fall, it's already violated air pollution limits. We did a whole episode about this plant last year before they started full production. We'll drop a link in our show notes. And police say the man accused of killing one McKeesport police officer and injuring another was experiencing a mental health crisis. The man's mother called 911 to report he was having a PTSD episode, according to a criminal complaint. Radio dispatchers said the suspect was a military veteran. He now faces a number of charges, including homicide. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you enjoyed the show, tell your friends, rate the show, leave us a review, and subscribe to our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city, so we'll see you then. Are you looking at that? I'm spotted. <laughs>
2: We got. Where is it? We got to. We got to do a little killing here. We're out. We're out here. Doing, I don't know if it's God's work. It flew away, yeah. so it, it it lives for it a lives few more for moments. a few more minutes. Yeah. When we're done, we're gonna hunt you down.